I'll go to a conference and I'm speaking to consumers and I'll ask them, what's wrong with healthcare? And they'll say, the doctors, they just want to prescribe a medication or give surgery or a pill. And I'll go to the conference where doctors are at and I'll say, what's wrong with healthcare? And they say, the patients just want a pill or to have surgery. And I ask them both, who's right? And the answer is both of them, because whatever we believe to be true is our reality. And I call it the power transfer. This is Getting to Yes, the podcast with leaders from all walks of life, exploring their successes, mistakes, and lessons learned in influence and persuasion, getting others to say yes, and then taking an insight or two to help them achieve even greater things. At the core of the podcast, Getting to Yes explores topics around persuasion and influence. And in today's conversation, we're exploring influence in the context of healthcare. More specifically, we're exploring how to become a more influential doctor so you can attract and retain your preferred patients and build a profitable practice that matters. Because I believe that the very first step in every patient's healing journey starts with a singular decision, the decision to finally get healthier or to seek the help of a trusted health professional. The question is, how can health practitioners influence that decision? What can they say, do, and show that would make it more likely that the patient is getting to yes? So I'm delighted to introduce my dear friend, J.R. Burgers, a husband, father of four, three-time number one best-selling author and international speaker. And I've known J.R. for a number of years. He has played an integral role in starting and enhancing integrated models of care in more than over 100 clinics worldwide, empowering medical leaders and patients to co-create health and impact the world. Now, he is living from a place of consciousness and awareness, healing himself from his addictions, chronic pain, and creating connected relationships. I'm going to talk more about it in the show, but the journey has not been without a challenge. So, JR, welcome to the show. Thank you, Yuli, so much for having me. What an honor to be here and to maybe share influence to everybody listening today. Awesome. We'll get to your origin story in a minute, but I want to kick off this convo with a question that I always come back to. Why is it that patients procrastinate with taking action on their health? You would assume that with all the information out there, that they should realize that health is wealth. So what do you think about this, JR? Yeah, I speak both to consumers and primarily doctors all around the world. And I'll go to a conference and I'm speaking to consumers and I'll ask them, what's wrong with healthcare? And they'll say, the doctors, they just want to prescribe a medication or give surgery or a pill. And it's the insurance won't allow me to do what I want. And I'll go to the conference where doctors are at and I'll say, what's wrong with healthcare? And they say, the patients just want a pill or to have surgery. They don't actually want to make the changes necessary to have an ideal life. And I ask them both that and I say, who's right? And the answer is both of them, because whatever we believe to be true is our reality. And I call it the power transfer. Many people are looking for an answer outside of them. Doc, please fix me. Please help me. What is my diagnosis? What is going on? And at the end of the day, doctors are guides. They can give you the options. They can give you all of the tools to use, but unless we transfer the power back to you 
whoever's listening, whether you're a doctor or consumer or a business owner, and you're like, okay, maybe you can give me some guideposts, but at the end of the day, how I show up in terms of how I live with how I eat, how I think about myself, how I've set my goals for the future and the desires that I want, what I'm putting in my body and on my body, that's what's going to make the biggest difference in any diagnosis, in any treatment plan, because it's about you and it's able to be done when you take full responsibility for it. Absolutely. There's this saying that rather than trying to sell people on something or twist their arms, when people sell themselves on a solution, it's so much more powerful because then they're really motivated to go through the hard times when things don't go nearly as well. Ultimately, you have to empower people to tap into their why, why they want to do anything in life that ultimately carries them through. Absolutely. So circling back to how you actually got started in this arena, working with hundreds of clinics worldwide, and I've seen your work firsthand, what prompted you to go into healthcare? Why did you actually pick this particular field of expertise? Well, it was actually the show The Biggest Loser when the doctor looked the patient in the eyes and said, do you know you may have a stroke, heart attack, or something worse if you don't start taking better care of yourself. And then the patient would be like, oh my goodness. And I was a personal trainer while going through grad school. And I was like, that's it. So I went and joined a doctor. And basically we thought all the patients that he had were going to come to me and start being like, let's change. And we recognized many of them just wanted the pill or the injection. So I had to go market and communicate and learn how to bring people in that were ready for the change. And Fast forward about six, seven years from that point, it was 2014, and we'd went from 1,000 square feet to a 6,000 square foot center to building the state-of-the-art integrated stem cell center that stem cells were a hit, functional medicine was a hit, our lifestyle medicine program was getting outcomes and results like no other. And as I was about to get the keys handed to the new building, I got a call from our insurance network and they said, JR. If you guys don't stop doing stem cells and PRP, we're going to have to take away your insurance contracts. And I was like, my jaw, jaw hit the floor, felt like I'd been kicked in the stomach. It's We were getting outcomes. The insurance company, all you seemed to be getting was discounts, delays, denials. And I was just like, how are we going to survive in this monster of a building that we put so much passion and energy into? And I went to my partner, I said, I think we're going to have to stop giving regenerative medicine. And he said, JR, I'd rather go bankrupt than to go back to practicing medicine that does more harm than good. So I had already had my third kid at the time and went home to my wife and said, we're going to have to do things a little bit differently. And she was already strung out. I'd been working 100 hour work weeks to get to the point that we were at. And we knew that we we're going to have to do something differently. We're going to have to go to our community. We're going to have to cooperate. We're going to have to go directly to consumers because this insurance model of care wasn't going to work. And fast forward a year and a half later, after going to some of the top masterminds, coaching programs, not that we weren't doing that all along the way, I got a call from another lady in our town saying that we had won the Minnesota Innovation Award, that we'd got noticed <laughs> for continuing to change healthcare, get results. We stand by our ground and Two years later after that, we became the top volume stem cell clinic in the entire country. 
And we're in a small town of Waite Park, Minnesota, of 37,000 people, the medium income, less than 40,000, and just learning how to put together outcome-based packages that sold themselves. It wasn't about selling. It was about creating an outcome that you couldn't get anywhere else. Yeah, absolute trailblazer and well-recognized across the industry. You've hit on something super, super important when we're talking about persuasion and influence that ultimately it is about outcomes because outcomes signify ROI. People can you know, figure out, okay, if I do this, then I get the following outcomes and results and it's worth the investment. This goes beyond healthcare. When people think about their marketing or the effort that goes into building community, at the end of the day, what's the metric that I need to focus on to say, yes, this matters? And what else did you learn along the way where you feel, okay, this is really how consumers make decisions about their health or what's stopping them? What are the object obstacles that you had to squash things that you had to get around in running your clinic when you went off insurance contracts and you launched it and grew it into the largest stem cell clinic in the country, what were some of the key lessons? Yeah, there, there's a, a few. And the first and foremost is we became preeminent at educating, of communicating, of, of knowing our market and letting people make choices and get them in what we call our pipeline to be able to take somebody from unaware of what's holding them back. A lot of people come with massive knee pain in our facility and they're like, help me with the injection. And we're like, we got to get you on our meal plan. And then we got to get you in the lifestyle medicine. And we would do the injection. And if they came back and they were like, that didn't work for me. And it's like, okay, what meal plan were you on? Did our do our PT? Well, no, remember from the beginning, we talked about in order to get consistent, predictable outcomes, it was really about the comprehensive program. So there's a way of communicating with patients when they came in, because people don't like to be sold but they like to be told the truth. They like to know what we call in healthcare informed consent, all of their options. And they like to be able to see people that have had success. So what we do, here's a, a communication that we'd use, we called Rejuve University. And it's, if you look at healthcare, there's five or six or seven or eight things that I call men's or women's health information. That is the same no matter where you go. Those are things like breath, movement, nutrition, hydration, sleep, self-love, all the, the basics, right? So we have the practitioners film a five to seven minute videos on all those things and give it to every single patient that walks through the door. So instead of trying to preach at somebody for 45 minutes or convince them, they may not even be ready. They may just want the injection, so we have a philosophy that's really about meet people exactly where they're at in terms of their budget, their beliefs, and their readiness. And there's a system behind that. So I'll give you a quick dialogue when somebody comes in. It's like, welcome you, Lee, to Rejuve. And we have four options using our regenerative healthcare process that is going to meet you completely where you're at. The first is we are like any other insurance company. We take your insurance. So you're used to doing that. But the second option, no matter whether you continue to go with us or not, we're going to give you this free educational university that teaches you everything you need to know from free from your own home that we believe not only is going to help your knee short term, but would change your life for not only you, but share it with your family. The second option beyond the free, the third option is in our education, we're going to show you the things that you can invest in 
like this aura ring or sleep mask or the right supplements that will educate you on you that you know are the top quality that I put my name and brand behind. And the fourth option, if you're willing to do what it takes, and if you want to do what some of our pros like the Minnesota Vikings have done, or a lot of the celebrities or athletes that we've worked with, then I'll show you our ultimate transformational protocol that gets consistent, predictable outcomes and separates us from any other practice in the world if you're ready. But I really want to get to know you, learn what you've tried, and I have no place to get to but to put you on the right path that is going to make the biggest difference in your life. Yeah, I love this. This is so powerful. Uh, just to recap the key takeaway here, really, ultimately, the healing journey starts with the decision to do something, right? So you gave them four options, ranging from very easy and free to maybe insurance space or whatever insurance covers. It could be that they start with a procedure over a process. So giving people choices and just getting them to decide, because as you said, unless people decide on any of those four options, nothing's going to change, right? Your job as an educator is really saying, how can I coach you to a decision? I don't actually care what the decision is. Any decision is better than doing nothing, right? Yeah. We have a, a phrase, every human and system is completely designed for the results that it produces. So I'm in a, a clinic in Kentucky and Toyota's the big manufacturing around Lexington. And I say, how do we go from producing 20 Toyota vehicles a day to 22? Well, we'd have to add a shift, enhance the technology, put another person on the assembly line. There's no way to produce more Toyotas without changing the system or process. Humans are the same way, unless we're going to change some of those lifestyle factors, do something different, add what we've learned in the past and add it all together. We can't expect a different result. So, you know, Einstein says that's the definition of insanity. So we help kindly bring people to a realization that we have to do something different that's in their best interest. Because what the big question is, is what do you want? Most people can tell you, well, I don't want this or that didn't work or my wife or my doctor or the insurance company. I understand those challenges because I've experienced many of them. But tell me, you know, with clarity, what is the ideal outcome that you're really looking to have so I know exactly which option may be able to best meet you without that clarity of what they really want and what they're willing to do? I'm really just shooting arrows everywhere in the dark. And I believe this is about them and nothing to do with me. Yeah, as you said earlier on, the doctor is the guide that essentially orchestrates the care they need for the outcomes that they seek without asking the question, what do you want? And helping them actually understand and realize what, what is it that I actually want? They probably never thought about it because they're so tired, they have brain fog. First task is help them figure out where do you want to actually go beyond just get rid of my symptoms. So absolutely valuable. Before we we started recording, you and I talked about cooperation and competition. And it's a very intriguing concept that you shared with me. Can you unpack it for everyone else listening? I grew up playing sports, Uli, and it came down to that I was trained that your rival team was your enemy. And from a small town, we actually got in fights with some of these teams. However, if I would have grew up with them, they would have been my best friends more than likely. 
And I grew up all the way seeing this through school. Everything was competition. I was as fierce as a competitor as they get. I played college sports. And when I played my first college game of rugby, I certainly wanted to impose my will on the other team and wanted to beat. And it was the weirdest thing after the game they tapped a kegger for the other team and we hosted a barbecue and I was so like, what's going on here? And an hour later, we were drinking beer out of a boot together. An hour after that, we were holding hands and singing songs and some of them even making love with the other team. And I was like blown away. What is this? And they said, rugby's a brotherhood and a sisterhood. I could literally go to Europe today and be like any rugby mates. And I've never met them and I would have a place to stay and I'd have friends and I'd be like, oh, my goodness, what if this was done in healthcare this way? Because I speak at these conferences and the surgeon says the MD is a quack. In the regular family practice doctor, when you go get extra regenerative or functional medicine, they say they're the voodoo doctors. The only place I've ever heard more education means you're less than. And then the chiropractor says the personal trainer or nutritionists are a joke. And everybody's competing based on ego versus coopetition is why can't we give everybody a high five and say we're in the game of healthcare? In it, I call it the scrum position in rugby. Let me get the ball and pass it to different people. I maybe will get them so far, but hey, they may need a nutritionist or they may need the chiropractor. If the outcome is not getting to the place of their desire, we must change the strategy. So that coopetition or that anger and frustration of other people is a negative state. Versus competition, going to coopetition is a state of we can do this together. We can share for the greater good of this person. Because there's two things that are necessary for change. To change your ego, is it serving where you want to go? Is it allowing you to have what you want, the relationships, the health, or our environment? So how do we work with more people? How do we get an environment where people want to collaborate and work together and build you up versus tear you down. So there's clear signs of is your ego in the way, and that means you're not happy, joyous, and at the place that you want. In environment, if there's friction all the time and people bringing you down, those are two clear signs that there's changes that your inner self is asking you to be aware of. Fantastic. Yeah. Going it alone is probably the recipe to burnout and going alone and not being supported by a tribe makes it very difficult to thrive and be in that positive state of mind. Being an entrepreneur is super hard uh, going through the school of hard knocks. And just like you in 2014 being told, listen, you're losing your insurance contract and now you have to totally change everything. This idea of as a healthcare professional, you are a strategist, you're a guide orchestrating the team. It's almost like being a, a quarterback in in sport, in, in football, where you're organizing a care team and it realizes I don't have to do everything. There's a room for allied health professionals, nutritionists, dietitians, PT, exercise, all these folks to work on a common path to get patients to where they want to go. What makes healthcare satisfactory is when the patient actually achieves that destination, whether it was just with your help or with the help of a collaborative team, at the end, you'll forget this as long as the patient gets there, right? What you're saying is if you do cooperation, 
lowers the burden on any one practitioner to have to do everything on their own and be responsible for everything and really tap into the power of community and leverage what people really want and what serves them best. You're going to be considered the hero in their eyes anyways. And maybe that serves you in some ways. Again, I want to be the guide and celebrate the wins and knowing that we made a difference. At the end of the day, they're coming to you because they haven't solved the problems that are in front of them regardless. So at the end of the day, getting them to the place that they haven't gone always has them coming back to you as their guide, as their teacher in a place and setting the next goal and the next goal. That's what the optimal health is. The the learning and growing, it doesn't end. It's just what's next once you've solved the challenge that's in front of you now. Absolutely. So as we're wrapping up, I want you to share a little bit about how you help integrative functional doctors of all kinds, stem cell regen. You have a book, The Influential Doctor. You have frameworks. And you and I have worked over the past years together with a number of clients. So I know firsthand how powerful these frameworks are. So share a little bit more about next steps if somebody's interested in leveling up their practice. Yeah, thank you. The the easiest thing is I had done over 100 licenses in medical fitness, believing so much in lifestyle medicine in regenerative and functional. However, it's costly to add that brick and mortar and to find the right coaches, trainers, and everything. So that power transfer that I mentioned at the beginning is I strongly believe practitioners can make time and greater impact in their patient's life without their time in the room. So how do you have a white-labeled lifestyle medicine program that is to your brand, that has me and my partner potentially running your lifestyle group with you? How do you get them into a group program that has breathing, meditation, yoga, all these experts with no cost or no risk? It's just a 50-50 split. So I believe it's the most scalable and impactful way to change your patient's life with zero risk and without your time or money in the room. And it's basically the life culmination of every work and strategy and the world happening with the pandemic in a way that allows people to truly have it all. And at the end of the day, I still coach people to do it the old way that I did. At the end of the day, if they want to essentially do it where they have it all and internal and have that infrastructure, still believe lifestyle medicine is the pathway coaching, lifestyle, guiding is the pathway to helping a patient grab the rope, come from the valley and take their life and grab the power transfer rope and have the life that they want. Fantastic. Thanks so much for sharing all these wisdoms. We'll put this all in the show notes. So for those of you listening, check it out, put JR's website in there, all the resources that you can grab. Thank you so much, JR, for an excellent discussion. Always appreciate connecting with you and hearing what you are up to outside of the work that I know already about. Thank you so much, my friend. Uli, you're doing amazing things. Out of a lot of the practitioners that I work with, you get the infrastructure of integrative functional regenerative medicine from a marketing, a pipeline, understanding greater than, than pretty much anyone out there. And it's an honor to be able to work with people like you to help the doctors help more people, which that's the the goal. Well, thanks so much, JR. A 
trust this episode was inspiring and that you'll join me for a new episode each and every week. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you are listening. And feel free to share it with colleagues and friends. I'm your host, Uli Iselo. See you next week. Thank you.